This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lisa, Missouri. You are listening to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Earl. Hello, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Teacher podcast today. I'm your host, Lisa Earl. Every morning, I take my daughter to school, and as she is getting out of the car to go in, I tell her to do her best. I find myself saying similar things to my students. Do you do your best. I want to see your neatest, nicest handwriting. Slow down and really pay attention to the words that are there. Don't make up your own. Do your best. And while this is absolutely not a new concept, I have seen firsthand that this little reminder does wonders for my daughter and my students, and really for me also. If I tell them to do their best, I also need to do my best. Today, I want us to take the next few moments to think about what this concept means. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you probably know that my favorite verse in the Bible is Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your might, for there is no work or device or knowledge or wisdom in the grave where you are going. And this simply means to do your best. And you know that I also love that the Bible always gives a reason for what it says. God knew we would ask why. Do your best now, because there is no doing after you die. Death is game over, and once that happens, we can't do anything else, so we have to make our time on earth worth it. We have to use it like it is valuable. To further help this concept, let's go to the book of Genesis. If we turn to chapters 37 through the end of the book, really, we learn the life of, about the life of Joseph. And what I find the most fascinating about Joseph is that he never let himself pout or cry over his circumstances. He took everything that came his way with grace. His brothers were not doing the right thing, he let his father know. He received a tunic from his father and his brothers despised him for it. He still went to search for them when his father wanted an update. His brothers threw him into a pit and then sold him into slavery, and he worked for Potiphar. He went to prison after being wrongly accused of a crime, and he worked in the prison. And through all of his captivity, he not only worked, but he worked to the best of his ability. He didn't do a half job. He did the full job. Genesis 39 verses 2 through 6 shows us how Joseph worked for Potiphar. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man, and he was in the house of his master the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house, and all that he had he put under his authority. So it was, from the time that he had made him overseer of his house and all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. Thus he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. Joseph lived by the motto, Do your best. Potiphar even made him overseer of his house because of the outstanding job that Joseph did. Think about this for a moment. Joseph was sold into slavery and bought by a man that expected him to work for him. He wasn't getting paid by Potiphar, and he wasn't allowed to be his own master. He was a slave. And still, 
He did his very best, and God was pleased with Joseph, because then he blessed Potiphar's house because of him. Noticed how he blessed the house because of Joseph, and how Joseph acted, not the other way around. How many of us would keep on doing our best as a slave? How many of us would be able to keep our countenance right after being sold by our family? There is a reason that Joseph's history is in our Bibles. He was a man that we can look up to and emulate. And it didn't stop there either. Look now in verses 20 through 23. This passage comes after Potiphar's wife tries to seduce Joseph, and he wouldn't give in to her. So she got mad and accused him of trying to lie with her. Potiphar was put into a very precarious position and ended up having Joseph put in jail against Potiphar's better judgment. So verse 20, Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy, and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, it was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority, because the Lord was with him, and whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. Now again, Joseph has been put into a terrible situation, but again, he continued to do the very best that he could. Now he is even lower than the slave. He is a prisoner. But you see, it still didn't hurt Joseph's countenance. He had decided long ago that he was going to follow God, and that he was going to do the right thing, and that he was going to trust in God no matter what. And that is exactly what Joseph did. It didn't matter that he was a prisoner. He did the best he could with the tasks that he was given, and the keeper of the prison ended up trusting him. Now, later in Genesis, Joseph interpreted a dream of Pharaoh. Because of that interpretation, Pharaoh also trusted Joseph, and he was given tasks that he did his very best at, and that led him to be second in command to Pharaoh. You know, many times people say that others do their best because they lead a charmed life. It's easy to do your best when you have everything you want or need. But you know, this is not the case for Joseph. He had brothers that despised him and sold him as a slave. He had Potiphar's wife that tried to seduce him and then falsely accused him. He was thrown into prison for something that he didn't do. And we didn't mention this before, but while in prison, he interpreted the dreams of two inmates. One of the inmates was to be restored to his position in Pharaoh's house, and Joseph had asked him to mention him to Pharaoh, which the inmate promptly forgot about leading to Joseph being in prison for two more years. Joseph's life was riddled with bad situations, bad people, and bad just things, even though he was a good man. And yet, Joseph still kept his countenance and still did his very best. We really have no excuse to lose control of ourselves, to have pity parties, or to cry over our circumstances. We really need to remember that sometimes things don't work out, but God is always with us if we dedicate our lives to Him. He will get us through even in the most dire of circumstances. He will bless us if we follow Him as we ought. So do your very best in all things. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and always remember to teach them diligently. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. 
You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.